By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know where we want me to go with that, Dan. If you want to be more specific, it's obviously frustrating. We felt we were better team. All right, should we officially start the show, or should I just try and piece some shit together? Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Just thinking about it, I just wanted to, you know, it's spoke beef, you turn it sideways, it looks like it was. But anyway, it's like, I just can't, I can't stand this team and this franchise right now. Mr. Ventola, how do you plead? I've been pleading for four years. Can you, someone please fire this yeah, okay, please, please fire this dude. I'm going on here now. That, that, that's all he, this is about. <laughs> the real criminal is John Sweeney. Where is he? I think uh, Sweeney made a major mistake so far with the goaltending. So, yeah, not looking great. I'm like, you're picking for a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up? Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Joined tonight, of course, by Tyler Scales, Justin Ventola, and welcome back from the dead, Jimmy Shea. What's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Hello. How are you guys? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we got some uh, a lot of news to get to, of course. We haven't spoken since before the All-Star break. Um, Tuka Rask has officially retired or has announced his retirement from the NHL. Uh, I was hearing rumors of it right during, actually during the Pittsburgh game on the eighth. Uh, I think I texted you guys that he was retiring, and Jimmy called me a liar. So that's why we sent him off it to a shallow grave for a week or so. So let's just get right right into Tuka Rask, and then we'll go right back, and we'll worry about the Brad Marshawn debacle that happened that has cost him six games. Tuka Rask finishes playing 564 games played. He had a uh, 228 goals against average, 921 save percentage, uh, was the winningest goaltender in Boston Bruins history. Uh, there's a lot of talk about him. Uh, is he, a, is he um, Hall of Fame worthy? Uh, definitely for the Bruins. I, I think you'll see his number up in the rafter. But, Tyler, what do you think about uh, Tuka Rask's retirement? Where do you think he should end up in Bruins uh, legend? Uh, Boston Hall of Fame could definitely happen. I think Tim Thomas should be there before he does. It gets it gets his 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 his, his, uh, his number up in the Raptors. But for NHL, no, you got to be a goalie that has at least got to get a Stanley Cup ring as an actual goalie, not a backup. So he takes the words out of my mouth there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, That's, definitely not immediately. But I mean, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. It's going to be Tim Thomas before, though. Yeah, I mean, he had over 300 wins, 308 wins, 165 losses, and then yeah, 65 I think, I think losses I, in overtime. So Yeah, and to benefit Rask, I think he has the most wins on the home ice of the Bruins. So that's also there for him to get <clears> it. He is also He's also the winningest goalie the Toronto Maple Leafs have ever drafted, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, Tuga never brought Boston a cup as the starting goaltender, uh, which means, you know, I think I've said this before, but nothing good comes out of Toronto. Justin, your thoughts? <laughs> no, honestly, like, like he's, he's clearly going to get his number retired um, of the Raptors, so I don't know. I believe that. Do I think he should be in the, like, NHL Hall of Fame? No, but, like, I also have very strict, like, I don't know, policies about those who get in Hall of Fame. So, like, like any sport, I feel like too many players get in, so it's not really, like, a... You know, 
it's but, not as uh, prestigious as it should feel. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, but definitely won't retire. Bruins drafter. Yep, it sucks. I'm gonna have to look at that number all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you just gotta get the uh, the poopa shirts made. <laughs> yeah. All right. That way, you can, when you're at the garden, you can have your your silent protest. Absolutely. <laughs> Jimmy, any thoughts on where uh, Rask ends up? He's going to get his number retired, sadly. Um, to me, there's a lot of numbers up there that shouldn't be retired. Um, so he's just going to join that. Um, he's going to be in the Bruins Hall of Fame, and he's going to be in the NHL Hall of Fame. They, uh, the, the league has looked at Tugarask as a top three goalie for the last – since like 2014, 2015. They've looked at him as, a, as an actual elite goalie. He has the wins. He has the numbers. We've always said that he's a great regular season goalie. He doesn't perform in the playoffs, but they don't really care about that. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer as well, sadly. But he's going to be. Do you think he's a first? He'll be a first ballot. Not, not yes. that you think he is a first first ballot Hall of Famer. You think that he will be a first. Round. Yes. Right, People, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I would figure it would take him a little bit to get in for the lack of Stanley Cups, um, but. Yeah, I mean, he does have a ring. His name is on the cup, which helps him. Because in uh, in his resume, he does have Stanley Cup champion next to his name. Now, Tyler, to Tim Thomas thing, I love Tim Thomas, but he's not a he's not getting his number retired. Tim Thomas had two really good years in about seven years with the Bruins. He was a fan favorite, but he, does, he also does not deserve to get his number retired or in the Hall of Fame. Well, uh, he, he should get it his, before Rass, though. I'd rather no. have Tim Thomas over Rask. No. Yeah, I'm with no. Jimmy on this one. No. Yeah. Tugor Rask is a better goalie than Tim Thomas ever was. Now, Tim Thomas was locked in for two years, but that year in the middle, he lost his job to Tugor Rask because he wasn't good. Tim yeah. Thomas was always like a, 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 a like a bridge quarterback, bridge goalie kind of thing. He was never supposed to be the guy. Yeah, um, he was, he was, a, he was a journeyman who bounced around. And then he, then he ended up here in Boston – and they built a great defensive uh, core in front of him, and then he had that really one that 2011 year where he was unstoppable. And then 2012 he was lost his job to Rask, and then 2013 Rask got hurt, and he took it back over and was great again. Or maybe 20 uh, my, my years are messed up. Um, I, I think Rask lost the job to um, Thomas in 2011 in after 2010 after the. The meltdown you, in Philly. You're right. You're right. So it was it was it was back to that years. Uh, 2011 and 2012, he was good but not great. One really good year, and people really focused on that. Rightfully so. Tim Thomas was better than Martin Broder and all those greats that we put up there. But that was one year. One year doesn't make or break a career. So his number to me does not deserve. And he left on really bad terms too. Let's not forget about that. He quit on the team. So his number will never be retired. He's Did he quit really on the team? Happy. I know he went he kind of batshit crazy out in a bunker up in, like, Colorado somewhere, but... Yeah. yeah. He, didn't, he, he didn't officially quit on the team, but they didn't know where he was for, like, three weeks. He just disappeared. Um, so, in my eyes, he did quit on the team. He just disappeared, and then he came back, and they put him out there, and then the next year they traded him to Florida. Or, yeah, Florida. Was it Florida? I thought it was on the Islanders for a little while, too. He was at the end. He was, okay. Went from Flor- he went from Florida to Dallas to mm-hmm. Dallas to the Islanders at the end. Wow, he bounced around after us, huh? Yeah, a couple of different games. <clears throat> yeah, so I yeah I don't think 
Tim Thomas is. I think he might get like an honorable mention in a in a game day magazine one day, but I don't think he's gonna get anything retired by the Bruins. I think what you're gonna see Tim Thomas is, you know, that unreal postseason. They're gonna mention that postseason for the rest of our lifetimes, where he was on his head and taking down team after team after team. But that's about it. And rightfully so. That's really all he deserves. Honestly, I mean, he was very good for that one year, but that's about it, in my yeah. opinion. You know, but like, like I gotta be honest though, I kind of like that goaltender better, right? You know, and I think how many teams have done it in just in the past decade alone? Lightning are the, are the exception, of course, because like you know, I, they drafted Vasilevsky, right? I think yeah, so. but I hate his number. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I hate his number. Well, are, are, yeah, he, no, of course. I we, he, yeah, he we loses, get a pass knock number there, Jimmy. He loses, he loses credibility with just his number. Yeah, he's <laughs> out, but no, he, he's, he's, he's playing out of position. Yeah, yeah, he, he should he should be playing right wing. <laughs> Actually, the reason the reason why he plays goalie is because get his goal to the bed. Well, the reason why he plays goalie is because the lightning are so stacked up front they can't put him in there. So put him in goal. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> they lucked into a goaltender. No facts, facts. No, I don't know. I just feel like, like, like again, they're the outlier. But you can get by, which is kind of like like a. An average dude net that you know you you only yeah. paying like a few million dollars, right? Like the Penguins did it with what uh, Matt Murray and then um, it's Matt Murray. Tristan Jari. Yeah, yeah. Then now they have Tristan Jari, but like I don't know who else they did it with. Or was it Jari the second time? I forget. Um, and then you know um, the other team I'm thinking of Blackhawks. They did it with uh, Crawford and Antoniemi Murray and Auntie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you have a good solid decor and team in front of you, like your goaltender can kind of be average, or they can catch lightning in a bottle. So I don't believe in paying like your goaltenders up the ass unless again, you know, Tampa Bay with Vasilevsky, he's like the best in the league. So well, Florida with their with their stud. Oh, you mean they're not paying Taylor? Up. They're not paying. Uh, was it Taylor Knight? What's his What's his first Spencer name? Knight. Spencer, Spencer Knight. Thank you. Spencer Knight. Yeah. And it was an Er Knight, so I was close. Oh, I know exactly about. who you're talking about. You're talking about that ten million dollar year fucking backup goaltender who sucks balls. <laughs> they're, just, they're just waiting to release him on the rest of the playoffs. You thought Rask was overpaid? Oh my god, is this guy overpaid? Oh, with every penny. <laughs> I can't. I can't even say it with a straight face. I can't say that with a straight face. Oh. I know you got hot takes, and then there's that one, Jimmy. So, <laughs> hey, after three years, I might be right, guys. Florida looks like a legit team. Yeah, it only took them three years to get there, but they don't and have you know your what? goaltender still. He's riding the pine. You know what? What's gonna happen is Knights yep. get hurt in the playoffs, and Bob's gonna carry this team. Tim Thomas esque. Yeah, right. I know Florida <laughs> has a good decor, though. I I was looking up their decor the other day, and they they have some solid guys back there. They really do. So they're building something, Jimmy. So they're building something. Are they? I don't know. But oh, I would love. Well, I'm just saying this right now, though. After last year, I would love to see a Florida Tampa Bay like um, Eastern Conference Finals or something like that. Because that playoff series, if you guys watched it last year, was just nuts from start to finish. Best, best, honestly, the best series of that first round, I think. By the, the way, Dave was right. Dave was right about the playoff uh, stuff. Um, yes. 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 I, uh, I I was I was talking to my radio on the way home, and I was I'm like, listen, you guys talk I'm like like Dave, you're right. Stick your guns. You're like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm like, no, Dave, you're right. You're right. One one whoever has the best record plays the number uh, number two wild card, and then uh, whoever has the, the second best record plays or the other 
number one seed plays the uh, the number the, one wild card. Yeah. yeah. And then if, if you go when you play out of division, you go through that division. What is that? There, there's no reseeding. So like, uh, so say like it's like say the Bruins have to play the Rangers, uh, the number one Metro team. They end up going. So then they play the winner of the two three seats in the Metro. You go through that division. You oh, they you don't no reseed it back. They don't reseed. It's that's the, the nope. division you play in before it meets. Okay, yes. so there is yeah. the possibility of a Tampa, Florida, or no? Uh no. Well, Tampa would have to drop to a wild card because so Tampa is the two or three seed right now. The two, okay. The two seed. Right? Yeah, because they're not division, way right? behind Florida though. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because yeah, the, the 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 number one seeds do not transition uh, division, just wild card teams. So if the Bruins were to face like the Rangers and they have to play the Capitals or whoever the hell else in that metric division. Okay. So yeah. So unfortunately, Justin, unless yeah. Florida or Tampa sucks balls for the rest of the season, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. That's even if they do suck ass, they're still going to kick our ass. Like it's inevitable the way this team is playing. And uh, one more take from last show, and then we can get going. Um, I had a couple notes. Um, Bruins are not making the playoffs this year. I'm sticking to my guns on this. Bruins are not making the playoffs this year. There Who, was who's going to catch them from behind? I'm it looking at. Matter, it doesn't matter. We're an old ass team. We're an old ass team that plays. I've seen the standings. Almost, it looks like Detroit's going to catch up. We have three games I'm, in hand on Detroit, and we're eight points I, ahead. I know. I know. The numbers look good in our favor, but we're an old team right now. Down our best player, and. Uh, we play back-to-backs almost the rest of the year. That's not good for an old team with shaky goaltending, to say it lightly. With a weak decor and a top-heavy lineup, that's, that's older. We play every other game. I don't like that one bit. Detroit's going to pass us, or someone's going to come out of the woodwork and pass us. We're not making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think it might be Detroit because they have the most points. Other teams Yeah, are, I mean, um, the Islanders have four games in hand on you, and that would all... If they were to win all four of those games, they're still ten points behind you. Columbus. Right. I mean, I'm not. I mean, Columbus has played the same amount of games, and you're eleven points ahead of them. I don't see them catching you unless you'd have to really. I don't know. You'd really, really have to start tanking for that to happen. You, I feel. Do you actually have? Do you actually have faith in this team? Because let's remember the the first. To make the playoffs, yes. Week. To go further than the first round, no, not at this point. The thing is, remember the first half of the season, we were awful. We were awful. Yeah, they were pretty bad. It's the same team. It's the same exact team. Yeah, I don't think guys like Olmark or Swayman are built for the playoffs. Like, this year for Swayman, no, absolutely not. Not built for the playoffs. Olmark's not starting the playoffs. Olmark's going to be starting the playoffs. I mean, Swayman's a non-factor this year, in my opinion. If they weren't going to let Swayman start a game – that they were going to lose last year in the playoffs with a 60 or 12% fucking Tuka Rask, this sure is not going to let a, him start over a healthy Olmark. Right. You know? No, right, like, yeah. That that was your opportunity to at least, all right, you're down, they were down, what, 3-1 in the series? You, you weren't yeah. going to come back. And if you were, it was going to be because the kid caught fire. Instead, you put a hurt goaltender in net, and the entire team knew it, and they... They sucked. They were bounced the right way, out of the playoffs. The only way that you you see Swimming start uh, game one in the playoffs is if you have a new head coach. Only way. 
and and I think he should have a new GM by then because I feel like put it, putting the future of this team in Don Sweeney's hands. I mean, he's on the contract this year. Yeah, I mean, it's a contract year. year for him too. So like, what's he got to lose? He could screw well, the whole he, friggin' organization for the next twenty years. He's already got ten yeah. of that down, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Thanks for service, Tuca. Thanks for, uh, you know, losing some pretty big games for us. All the big games ever. Yeah, enjoy your retirement. Maybe Yarme Yager will let you play for his kids' hockey team someday. All right, so Boston, Pittsburgh, they come out of the all-star break. Uh, Brad Marchand has a meltdown at the end of the game. We all saw the play, I'm assuming. Like, we all we all at least have our phones out so we can see stupid highlights of Marchand. I actually doing... never saw the clip. The, the youngest one here, not on his phone all the time. What the fuck? <laughs> That's smart, he's a, he's, <laughs> Hey, he's a working man now, okay? He doesn't have time for phones. He works... He works Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> What's he doing the other five days? The week. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I know, I know. I know. I'm, I'm sorry, here. Tyler. <laughs> uh, all right, so, Tyler, you'll represent the 1% of the hockey world that didn't see the play. Um, Jimmy, uh, I'll throw this to you <laughs> I'm aware first. of what happened, though. No, I, I, I know. he sucker punched him in the face. Well, yeah, he sucker punched I mean, him, and I'm then on the way by, he dragged his poked him in the throat with his stick. Um, <laughs> Six-game suspension for that. I I know the reputation, uh, and I honestly believe what Marshawn came out and said, that it was a reputation suspension. And, yes, uh, no. the more you're in front no. of uh, the league for discipline, disciplinary action, you're, it's supposed to get worse. Was his actions worth six games, Jimmy? All right, so I'm going to take off my Bruins sweater here. I'm going to talk as if I'm just a neutral fan. Perfect. Game. He got off easy on this one. I'm sorry. He got off easy. Goalies, goalies are untouchable. You can't touch them. Even when they're in the, even when they're out of the blue crease, you can't touch the goalie. So the fact that you sucker punch him and you basically slit his throat with your stick, I mean, they only get six games for it, you're lucky. I get that he has these blackout moments where he loses his freaking mind and stuff like that. But you're the best player on the team. You're you wear the A now. You gotta be better than this. You gotta be better. I'm I'm getting really sick and tired of Marshan losing his mind stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? I'm really surprised that he went only six. I would have went uh, ten or twelve on it. Really sent a message saying you gotta clean your game up, or this league's not for you. But but do you think over the last four seasons he's cleaned his game up? A little bit. I mean, I, I think since the whole licking incident, he's been fairly clean. I don't, I, I didn't agree with the slew foot earlier this year, but whatever it happened. This is his second suspension this year. This is his second suspension this year. But that again, I, I don't agree with that that first one. But so the the, uh, the slew foot, in my opinion, that's a reputation call right there. That's a reputation one. He's done it before. Excuse me. He's done that one before. That's why he got that one. This one. We've never seen him do this before, so it means he's escalating. I would have given him more games. Again, take off the Bruins, Spoke B sweater, and my uh, snapback hat. I, I give him 10 or 12 games, personally. 
you gotta send a message that goalies can't be touched. I guess. That's just me speaking. Tyler, what's your assessment of that? What do you think of Jimmy's take? Yeah, there? I gotta, I gotta agree with Jimmy. That that was absolutely uncalled for. To that sucker punch, he can't do that to a goalie. Just if that happened to my brother, like on the Lorca ice, I would have been heated. I think I was sucker punched my own brother. If that happened to Rask, even I would be pissed. Uh, as a Bruins fan, like you can't do that to your own goalie, to a, that's not, that's not to a fan's goalie. Yeah, but is it worth yeah. a six? Is it? Uh, I'm sorry, ten or twelve game suspension for that, Tyler. I, I I get that you would be pissed I, if it I was your teammate or your brother. That suspension. No, he got a, he got off easy with that suspension. I think it should have been at least, oh, yeah, like ten or twelve, not six games. Like, and I, I get it. Like, there's a lot of emotions in the game. Like, you can get pissed easily, but you got to learn to control those. Like, like Tom Wilson, for example, throwing people. That's like all emotion and stuff. Hitting people well, behind, well, all emotion, and hits in the head. Yeah. If, if it's Tom Wilson, are we in it's, it's ten games? Are we questioning it? On that, yes. Hell yeah, we're gonna we're gonna question that, of course. That that play, any yes. player who suck punches their own like a a team's goalie. Right. No, what like, I'm saying is that yeah, yeah. No, I again, is it reputation? Yes. If, if it was you know Bergeron doing it, I think it, for Bergeron would have made sense because he's never done anything like this. Martian's had a history of uh, this stuff, not this, but. Just going over the line, and it, it, it has to stop, man. I mean, you got to send a message to the player. He's just not getting it. Um, Justin, I don't think reputation matters to me in this. Just if anyone did that to my goalie, I want to get. I would want them to get a big suspension. I would too. Justin, I don't know. So, so I, I honestly, so so I'm hot and cold in this whole whole thing. I think you guys brought up like a great like some um, super valid points. But I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. First of all, like, I I, I, I get it, right? Because it's Marshan and quite honestly, like, that kind of was a dick move. That, we, that it, it total was. Total dick move. To- okay, it was a total that. dick move. So I would not let him off the hook for that. And if you're Marshan, you you should be thinking, hey, our captain, Pajee Spiritron, he just went down. Like, the team needs me, right? I need to step up here. Okay, instead, you're pulling the clown show and getting yourselves out of games, and you're not helping the team that way. Um, so, you know, and I'm just like, dude, don't do that, first of all. And also taking into mind that, yes, your reputation will play a role in this. And I think his reputation played a role in the amount of games. Because quite personally, like, it, it was – it looked like a, he, the goaltender was protected. He, it wasn't like a, like a massive, like, you know, wind up and punch him like you're going to fight him. It was just like a – Little knock to the head. He was fine. He he flopped around about the ice. You know what I mean? But you can't do that. So I could understand a couple games suspension, maybe three, right? But six, that's reputation. That's because it's Marshan. Tom Wilson probably would have gotten the same thing as well. Um, even though I would have say as well to Tom Wilson, if he did the exact same thing, yeah, I'd be pissed because it's Tom Wilson, but I'm not going to have him suspended for six games. That's just ridiculous. I mean, come on. No, I agree. I, and I was thinking I was thinking three games would have would have been good. Would have sent a message like we're still watching you. Um yeah. because I, I think he has been a little bit better over the last few years. Again, he definitely has. He's the, the, up the a slew lot. foot earlier this year. Uh PK Subban has gotten away with at least four of them much worse than that. Uh, oh, that guy gets away with diving. And he's been getting away with them for his entire fucking career. He's an ass. I and I hate it. Um I love PK Subban. But I, I just think that it, it was 
I think 10 or 12 is way too harsh, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I understand I, yeah. your points. They're pretty valid. But I, I just would disagree with that. Um, That's fine. Justin, you brought up Bergeron going down. Did you guys see that play when Bergeron went down? Did, I did not know. Am, am I, no, Justin, I did not either. you're shaking your head yes. They can't see you. This is radio. Um. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, I'm just like, I didn't want to like it. <laughs> um. Did you think that Crosby should have gotten called on an interference on that play? Not that he intended intended to hurt Bergeron, just to play in general. RC Dave, RC. Um, if anything, I would have thought that they would have instantly called tripping, right? Because he totally like fell backwards. And quite honestly, I like that looked very similar to the play that Marshan slew footed and got suspended for earlier this season. Quite honestly, to me. Uh, I have to go back and maybe double check, but to me, it looked very, very much so like um, a very similar type of, you know, move. I didn't see it as – I felt like they were skating more towards each other. Um, Bergeron was obviously trying to run a little interference coming out of the zone, but I felt that Crosby had plenty of time to peel off. And well, yeah, yeah. Like he I, saw I, it coming, and Bergeron didn't have the puck, and he ran into Bergeron. That's how I saw it. I felt – Injury aside, I felt like that play should have been a penalty. And no, I, I definitely agree. I think for one way or another, that definitely should have been a penalty. And like I said, that looked very similar to a play that Marshan got uh, got suspended on. Right. That being said, um, Bergeron went down hard to the boards, and I think he got a laceration to the head, I think is what they're calling it. Yeah, that's what uh, I think uh, I saw today was a laceration. Yeah, so, you know, but – you hate to see, you know, that guy go down because clearly, you know, we don't have any depth after him. Yeah, obviously. And that's great because he's on the last year of his contract and there's tons of speculation going around on Twitter that he's going to retire. Not that I believe everything I read on Twitter, except for the, you know, Jewish space lasers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> LOL. Uh, so, uh... Bruins lost 3-2 to two in that game. Two goals from Pasternak, two goals from Danton Heinen, which would be good like five years ago. But now he's on a different that's team. Your boy. That's your, that's <laughs> I know, boy. right? I thought he was going to get the natural hat trick. Uh, a goal from Sidney Crosby in that game as well. After the game, uh, Cassidy called out Swayman a little bit. I forget the exact quote, but, you know, something in a, a, along the lines of the middle period – their guys made the save. Our guys didn't. Um, my question is, do you think Swayman would have played a little bit better if had he played in, uh, you know, up in the NHL any time in the last month, especially considering that they had him here for the last three games before the All-Star, I think it was, and they they didn't have him play because Allmark had a hangnail one night, so they let him play again the, second, the next night. I don't know. He had a bad game against Dallas. That's the only time that Swayman got in. Like, I felt like they should have at least played him against Seattle to give him a little NHL time. You guys think I'm crazy on that one? Or, I mean, do you think that Cassidy rightly, rightfully called Swayman out on that one, uh, Justin? Uh, well, you want David? I, I see. If you can, oh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you can tell me this, but when when, when did Rass start? Like, what was his first game back? Who's that? Who did he play against? Uh, Philly. He played Philly, didn't he? Philly. He Philly. played against Philly. Yeah, because he, he, he signed. He was brought up for the Canadians game, but they didn't play him against Montreal because he can't play against Montreal. So he played Philly. 
<laughs> he apparently can't play against Phoenix either. Yeah, January well, 13th against Philly. Man, okay. Like, okay. It. It. Honestly. And. And they're not. I mean. Yeah. They have some good players, but they're like they're in a rut right now. They're not. They're not playing all that well. My point being is, is like I. I. To your point, Dave. I wish I would have seen. I. I would like to have seen them integrate Swayman into some of those maybe easier games. Just you know, being caught up from the H, uh, AHL, maybe get get himself like warmed up and back into it. But um, that's why I think Seattle would have been. And it was the last game before the All Star break. I think that would have been a good spot for him there. Sure, but I. It, but I also have to like you know, I, and I also have to say this to people too like he's a rookie right and like goaltending is like a, a position that really like you don't reach your prime like it's much later than i think the other other positions are like um that you kind of peak at career not as late so. as defenseman though because that takes like 500 years oh god here yeah, we no. go <laughs> Dave, I was saying the same thing. It, sounds it like does, but you, you, you got to look at it that way. Like, you do. You got to be in your, you got to be in your mid thirties to be a good player. It sounds like when it comes to <laughs> not all, not all, Jimmy. I've already told you. It's uh, it's a uh, mid to late twenties. That's a sweet spot right there. Um, but no, and so like you know, he's he's still developing. He hasn't had a full season yet, right? We haven't even seen what he can do in the playoffs. So I feel like it's a little bit like you know, he's gonna have his, have his up and downs. He's working goal tennis. It's gonna happen, you know. So. But Cassie likes to call his players, and he's trying to keep it even. So, yeah, I I read uh, Jimmy. I'll come to you in just a second. I I read the quote, and I just started screaming to myself about how how they were incompetent and didn't do their due gel- diligence on Rask, concerned that he felt rushed up just because they they didn't need to bring him back right then and there. You know, they, they didn't need to bring him back on January 13th. They they were going to sign him to a contract, make him go down and play in the AHL. I know it had been shut down. Give him some more time to heal. He just came off major hip surgery. Like, if you wanted him back for real, you should have given him that, told him, we'll sign you after a few games, make sure that you're good down in Providence. Jimmy, you're up. All right, so first, if that's really the age range we're looking for for NHL players, I'm trying out for the Boston Bruins next year. And I'm right in that sweet spot, as Justin says, so I'm good. Um, second, secondly, what I got from that quote is that Bruce Cassidy does not like this player. I don't know what how he is in the locker room or what. Cassidy does not like him one bit. Could they have done something to help him out? Yeah, but they, they could have kept him up here all year. They, they, they've found ways to make sure he doesn't play. And then... Cassidy almost basically drives the bus over the kid as a rookie. They don't like him. I, I want to know what he's like behind the scenes um, because there's something here with this kid. I don't know what it is because it's not just that he's played because I think he's played okay. But the fact is that they just, they don't want to play him. So there has to be something going on here that, I'm, that we're not seeing. I, I might use an old quote of yours against you on this one, and I'm going to just say that Cassidy, he's scared. He wants his own players. That as well. And, and that's what it is. He, if if we think Sweeney's GMing for his job, what do you think Cassidy's doing right now? Like, I, I don't know if it's so much that they dislike him. It's just he's too scared shitless to play a rookie. He's poopaless. <laughs> he's poopaless. Exactly, because <laughs> the Bruins are demanding results when they shouldn't be. They should realize that they don't have a winning team and that they shouldn't be pushing for this whole thing. And you need to rebuild. And Cassie's, uh, like, I'm sure under a lot of pressure to, to win, make the playoffs, everything else like that. So you're seeing, again, the like, like same thing that Claude Julian was just trying to do. It was just that 
he all, uh, all he uses his older veteran players, doesn't trust any of the kids. I mean, look at Stanika. I, I, I think he had like what, maybe like two, three shifts the other, uh, the other night in the third period. Barely. They used everybody but him in the shootout last and, night. And I'm, and I'm just like, dude, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's frustrating because, like, how can you really fully get, no understand what these players can do if you're not playing them in given the minutes, right? Stanika sucks. And listen, and listen, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Jimmy. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not saying he's like good, believe me. But how can you really like you know get like an accurate picture of any of your young players if you don't trust them? And quite frankly, and the other thing too is, Donovan just signed Omar to a goddamn five million dollar contract. Yeah. He's gonna get his freaking money money's worth, right? So obviously, like it's gonna be him more than Swayman. So it's just, it the whole thing is just a mess. It really is. Yeah, they did a, a real shit job with the goaltending on this one. Um, Tyler, what did you think about Cassidy's comments of, about Swayman after that game? Yeah, like, it's like Justin said. They just, just did a real shit job with the goalies. I don't know how they messed it up so bad. Like, you had Rask and Halak. Like, the goaltending was just so goddamn good. And all of a sudden, and you, had these, you had these prospects with Swayman and Vladar, and you, and you strayed one of them. For a third-round draft pick, which is absolutely wild because Fadar is doing is doing so good over in Calgary now. And speaking of Calgary, they got uh, as a Tyler Toffoli over there. I think he fell off a little bit in Calgary. Hold on, he definitely started off very hot. Yeah, but he was four and zero to start in Calgary. Hold on, but yeah, they, yeah, but he's, and yes, he's you're a right. young player, and he's not they, been in the league for a long time. So he's done so he's done really good. But he's I got, do agree. Like Markstrom's he's, better. He's got a two fifty-eight goals against seven and three. All right, yeah. So nope, he, he hasn't really fallen off. Maybe a little lull lately. No. I don't know. No. Yeah, he had a three-game losing better streak, than Omar. I guess. At one point, but no. I mean, Vladar. If if we had gone with Vladar and uh, Swayman, that frees up five million dollars right there just for, um, you know, bigger defensemen. Like Justin's been crying for for years. Oh my God! And, and I, I agree. We need it. We really need it. Considering our our biggest defenseman, Carlo. I mean, did you see him get knocked over last night? He went down like a oh, ton of bricks. Oh my God! Smoked by I, Reeves. Last I'm pretty night. sure his. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure his skates were above his shoulders <laughs> on the way down. Holy shit! And, and, and I finally figured it out. What frustrates me so much about Carlo is he has. The size, the frame, his style is shut down, and like you just want him to be a bad dude, just a guy who goes out there like Colton Prieco, right? That's who he was initially compared to. Just go out there and just like a moose hit you in the corner and stuff like that. But like he plays so just I mean he's got a little bit more physical, I think, this year, but just so soft. You can't have McAvoy, the only guy out there like throwing his weight around, right? You got all these other, uh, like, Riley, sure, he's got height, but his style is very much so defend with his skates, not, not physicality. Yeah, it's more like, well, you know how I feel about him. I mean, I feel bad for the poor kid at this point. He keeps getting trucked and hurt. Um, but, you know, so, yeah, been crying for that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to Swayman and Vladar here. Yeah, sorry, boss. Like, oh, like, I I would love Calgary to win a Stanley Cup in the West, so that way it, that way you can we can say that Sweeney would made a terrible choice. 
This is like we had Rask and Raycroft trade. Like this is our Boston moment where we're the the least this time with Vladar. Did you just like compare a, us to the least, Tyler? I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I have to say, I had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought about it. I had to say it. I had to. He's not, he's not this, wrong. This was, but this no, was such a terrible move. And you well, you get nothing out of it. In 299 really wins, I'll 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 say that's a, a good comparison. But for right now, that's just speculation. Yeah, well, that that <laughs> could probably happen because that Calgary team is looking, looking pretty clutch. Yeah, and again, you yeah. had mentioned uh, they just traded for Tyler Toffoli. Uh, they traded away what a, yeah. a first, a th- was it a first, a third, and a player. It was it was two first. Yes, two first. Wait, no, no, I thought it was one first. One first. I think I definitely was two. I definitely thought, think it was just a first round. Cause he, he's not worth that much. Cause I don't even think they, um, Canadians trade that much. Uh, no, no, cause they signed with Fiji. I don't even think the last team they got whoever got him last. It was Canucks. I don't think they paid that much for him. It was a first round pick, like a third, maybe like a prospect. Yeah, there was definitely maybe, a prospect. Yeah. Or at least one person there. I thought it was two first, a third, and a prospect. Well, they, they, were, uh, they were win now, mode, clearly, but they're, they're building something nice up there. I agree with Tyler. They're, they're doing something nice. Yeah, they're doing their they're building, they're building their team. Uh, probably something we should have done this year, to be honest, was Flamin' and Vodar, but no. Calgary is going to be the Florida of the, the North. Yep, that's very true. Could happen. But yep, we had it. We needed to rebuild our team. Sweeney thought that with Marshan, Bergeron, well, Rask, like with so some of the old guys, we could win one more cup. And it's looking very small. That window looks like it's like a, a little mirror. It's like a it's mouse. Closed. It's like a it's like a vent. The window is small. <laughs> like the a vent. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here we go. But yeah, that's all I got to say. So the. Calgary got Tyler Toffoli. Montreal got Tyler Pitlick. Emil Heineman. First round pick in 2022 and a fifth round pick in 2023. I mean, that's a pretty good haul. Sheesh. It is a pretty good haul. It is. Yeah. It's a better haul than we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very true. I, I don't even think our, our first round pick's going to be worth Oh, actually, it could be worth something this year if they were to tank. Which. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna end up with very like, unlikely thanks to that. They're, they're gonna end up with like the 15 or the 16, and you know to recreate the magic, Don Sweeney will try and trade for the uh, the other two around it and fuck that up too. <laughs> <laughs> they need the Pasternak magic, man. That they got. Oh man, well see, I I noticed from the start of the uh, start of the show, Jimmy is convinced that they're not gonna make the playoffs. See. I don't want them to make the playoffs, but I think they will make the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna do Justin just good too. enough so you get a middle. I know round they're gonna pick. lose. Mm. Oh yeah, because exactly, Tyler. They're gonna they're gonna get smoked by whoever they. Oh my god, whether it's Florida or Tampa, they're not beating those teams. Or or Carolina. They're, Absolutely no. not. Nope. <laughs> Speaking of Carolina, you the Bruins hope the Toronto got wins those next couple of games. What's that, Tyler? You better hope Toronto wins those a couple of games. We know we'll beat them. Oh, Jimmy, speaking of Toronto, I wore my shirt out the other day. I wore it yeah. loud and proud. The 
greatest rivalry in sports, the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the first round of the playoffs. I also rocked that last weekend. I did. It's I brought awesome. it to my daughter's such, soccer yeah, practice. Love that shirt, by the way. It's, Thank it's, you, such, a, it's such a great quote. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait for playoff time to start wearing it. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm stoked. I'm going to go in the bars. Everywhere and wear that. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and, and, uh, and Justin, thank you for uh, holding holding uh, court about Edmonton when I was out about talking about the curse of Gretzky. Thank you very much about that. Oh yeah, no, no, of course, Jimmy. I, of course. Listen, at this point, like Jesus, I I, I think you're right. <laughs> this is what this is what season two that we're on here, and I think I brought it up in uh, the original uh, Long Lines podcast about the curse of Edmonton. You guys looked at me like I was crazy, but I think we can all say the curse of Gretzky is real. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is because he's gonna lead the league in points like every single year and never make the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, yeah. What's McDavid had it like a coach a year his entire career something like that? Uh, I think he said six coaches in four or five years now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Carolina, Tyler, you brought up Carolina. Bruins got smoked six nothing. Uh, what was that? The I'm not surprised that like to score no goals against them in the the season. Uh, one goal, bad. one goal in the season series. Okay, one goal, but you still got you still got smoked by them. <laughs> yeah, six nothing at home versus the Whalers. Yes, the Whalers. Uh, it was a bad game all around, offensive, defensive. The goaltending sucked. There was no good special teams. I mean, one of the goals was the biggest rebound I think I've ever seen. Um, Tyler, what do you think? What do you think? Is, other than that was what Brad, Brad Marchand's first suspended game game of his suspension. Excuse me, the yeah. first game without Patrice Bergeron. Um, what do you think it says for the Bruins that they lose? I mean, Carolina is a decent team, but what do you think it says that they lose that badly at home? under those circumstances. We are doomed, boys. We are doomed <laughs> with this team we got. Like, we have no real good leader for this team. Like, maybe Pasta, maybe McAvoy, but, I mean, they got no Marshall, no Bergeron, and they play like that. Get smoked like that? Oh, my. Yeah, we are not winning a cup in, like, 10 years. It's over. In 10 the, the years? The has begun. The ages of darkness, as Justin likes to say. Yeah, I, I I can see why he says that. I telling you, it's it's coming, it's coming. They keep trying to delay it, but it's coming. I mean, Jesus Christ, they uh they own their ass, and quite and um, honestly, you're trying to see what the Rangers are doing, like what they did uh the, the other night. Is they're younger, they're faster, they have more size, and like Carolina, every single time, like every like in all those games I was watching, they just wouldn't let the Bruins do anything in the neutral zone like literally just as soon as the Bruins even tried they picked them off and they just like start transitioning and um yeah you're getting smoked by them you're getting smoked by Florida if you draw them you're getting smoked by Tampa so there was no situation where you advance in the playoffs this year at all you might even get smoked by Toronto I was about to say I I I I mean we already kind of did I mean like I, I I I just I hate Toronto so much, and so like I'm, I'm as a Bruins fan, I'm tempted to say like, nah, we'd still get them in seven games. I know, I don't know, but at least we can rest easy that they're they're probably gonna draw either Florida or Tampa, and 
um, get smoked by them. So and, yeah, and the streak will continue. Yeah, and the streak will continue. <laughs> so even though we're not in the playoffs, we still get to at least watch Toronto lose as well. So uh, that's uh, I'm looking forward to that this postseason more than the Bruins loss because that's just going to be ugly. Uh, I, you know, a game sweep or five games. The, or, gen- yeah, the old gentleman sweep. Yep, one of those two options. Tyler, why why do you think Boston matches up so poorly against Carolina? And don't just say age. No, it's it's definitely not age. It like obviously like they have a more talented team with like young players. Well, there I go with age, but it, it, I make a point with this because <laughs> their their prospect system is so promising. Like Sebastian the host, Nestikov, and their goal attending is amazing. Like Anderson, he obviously was thinking about that. Their last playoff series in Toronto, and he 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 came in that the season with vengeance against us against us with a new team, new colors, and uh, yeah, and, yeah. Like I said, with the prospect, the system like Kakianemi, yeah, like I said like Smechnikov, they just have a, a better prospect system than us. The younger players are hungry for a cup, and they just want they they just come in and just, they play their hearts out. So you mean they better than us? They drafted really well, Tyler. I wish um, I wish another organization that starts with a B could also do the same. Then maybe we wouldn't ha- be having the issues we're having. Yeah, maybe. The Buffalo Sabres? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Fabian Lysol is good, man. He's like our only hope. <laughs> not, not for nothing, but Don Sweeney could take at least a couple of pointers from the fucking Buffalo Sabres when it comes to drafting. Not about running the organization, but drafting. <laughs> I think even they do a better job of drafting than he does. I mean, Jesus. Like, I, fucking Coyotes, too. A bunch of names and still do better than Don Sweeney. It's very true. Very true. <laughs> All right, so after that 6 nothing embarrassment uh, last week against Carolina, the Bruins went up north to Ottawa where they, I mean, they took care of business, 2 nothing game. Swayman had 30 saves for his second shutout of the season. You got goals from Trent Frederick, who got his third of the year, and Curtis Lazar with his sixth of the year. Antoine Bleed had one called back. Antoine um, Who's that? <laughs> Tyler's new Some best friend. Guy. <laughs> Some bald guy, did you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, again, just the, taking care of business, that's a game you need to win no matter what. Uh, the score, you know, I don't think they played very well in that game, but they didn't play like garbage either. Uh, <sighs> Jimmy, what did you think? You didn't get to see the game, I'm sure, uh, being uh, – well, I, I had you as dead at the beginning of this broadcast, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see it, but I just know Ottawa, you know, they're not a great team. They're rebuilding. Um, <clears throat> they're always with the, <clears throat> Exactly. With the amount of talent that we have, there's no excuse why we shouldn't be a team like Ottawa. Um, I, I know yeah. that you're down two of your better play, best players, I should say. I can't say better, but considering Marshawn mm-hmm. is your best player. Um, well, but, even even that though, like you know, you look at you look at the two different lineups. Taylor Hall and David Pasternak are still the two best skaters out there, and even with minus Marshawn and Bergeron, you still have those guys. Right. <laughs> 
No, I agree. And that that should be something. But the fact that you don't have any depth at center and the fact that you're the guy you're paying as a number two uh, center was down to your number three center in Charlie Coyle. I know, Jimmy, Jimmy, back up. I, I don't want yeah. you to get in trouble for this one. That, All right. You can distance yourself from this on this. But he, he hasn't stepped up. I mean, he, he's looked okay lately. But we're, he hasn't been very consistent as usual. Isn't that the big knock on Charlie Coyle is that he's not a consistent player in the league? No comment. Send <laughs> 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 <Good> help now. Two <laughs> uh, <laughs> blinks. That, that's great. Uh, Tyler, Justin, either one of you? Tyler, please. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, so riveting. I'll take a stab at this. Um, Charlie Coyle, for his Bruins career, has had one good playoff run, and that was pretty much it. Um, he's had spurts in the regular season, but I mean, realistically, he's had one good playoff run. And I think it, you're looking at, looking at it now, it's probably more because of Marcus Johansson next to him, um, point than anything else. Uh, but. And he got paid for that player from, and he's not really living up to that contract at all. And that's pretty much been the story of his career: not living up to contract. Don't worry, Jimmy. We're not streaming, so no one can see your face anyway. You can turn your camera back on when you're ready. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, I I agree. That that's the that was the trade deadline that won Don Sweeney his GM of the year. It's the you know that playoff run is what got Coyle paid. Um, I I agree with that. I I can't. I I hate it when I can't argue with you, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. It'll be it'll be another time where I say something stupid and you can argue argue about that then. <laughs> I'm I'm sure we'll argue about something. <laughs> I guarantee it'll be uh, I guarantee it'll be during the show too. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, last night's game, the Bruins lost two to one in a shootout to the Rangers, getting a goal from. The aforementioned Charlie Coyle with the Bruins' lone regulation goal. New York got their goal from, uh, is it Philip, uh, is it Chintle? Hintle? Cheadle? Cheadle. Cheadle. Right? Yeah. Cheadle? Not like Don Cheadle, okay. but yeah, I, I have a hard time with that one. C H Y T I L. Wait, was it him? Is it he? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, the long go in the game. Sorry, Dave, I'm thinking all the time. Shoot yeah, out. no, and then the shootout, it went, what, nine rounds? Bruins got goals from uh, DeBrusque and Coyle. Um, Rangers got goals, uh, shootout goals from Mike Zinjabad, Artemi Panarin, and Keandre Miller. Did you guys watch the shootout? Am I the only one who watched the shootout? No, I watched it. I watched All three of, of those shootout. goals were the exact same move. It was crazy. Move. All three of those goals, exact same move. The guy before Miller made the same move, and Swayman just barely got his skate on it. Um, they saw something. I saw something. If I if I see something, a weakness in a goaltender, <laughs> you know the rest of the league will see it because I'm fucking blind as a referee. Well, that's the thing. You know, he was uh, he was committing too early. He was and too so all they had to do was with that one last deke around, and he couldn't get back. 
I, I felt like he just wasn't deep enough. He was too. I, I get that you want to stay up high to begin with, but he wasn't moving back soon enough on those. He, yeah, they're making yeah, yeah, their no. move, and he's still two or three feet off the post. And 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 that really sucked. But you know, I, I he kind of didn't. I don't know if you want to say he got lucky or maybe he learned from it a little bit because I think uh, there was a couple of players tried it again, but then, you know, the last shot it was exactly yeah. the same thing. They just reverted back and it's. Yeah, it wasn't just the guy before Miller, but he had just tried it and he had just gotten the save, maybe two. But there was definitely a few guys who tried that same exact move. So that's gonna. I hope that's something that they're working on with him and that, just as far as moving back a little bit sooner. Um, it's the Tim Thomas technique. Well, no, because he didn't make, skate around the net three times and then save it with his uh, stick. That's the that's the Thomas move, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta be honest today. With in regards to the shootout, I was so disappointed by Pasternak's effort. Holy smokes, he like looked like he just gave up on just before he went to take a shot. It looked like he just didn't have it in him. Just wasn't. It was a lazy just type of play. I don't know. That's what I thought. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But Coil Coil's regulation goal and Coil's. Um, Shoot out goal pretty good last night, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were. I'm trying to remember Pasternak's shot. They were really on good. that. I do remember seeing the replay of Halla uh, and his pathetic shot. Like, oh, that was so bad. Was that, like, what the that's like a, a Jake DeBrush breakaway in regulation. That, that's what that shot reminded me of. He shot it from basically the top of the circle, right, right at him center mass. It was like he was aiming for the logo. Well, you know, I, I thought they made it easy on him last night to shoot out because it seemed like so many Bruins players were taking a shot like way all high like that, and it, they were all trying to go five hole on the damn guy. Yeah. So that was just an easy, just oh, pads down. You know, I, I think I was just like I think Hall made made a nice move, but he just got beat. Or was that? Did he have a breakout, a breakaway during the game where he made a nice move and he just? Yeah, um, he had a, he had a couple good breakaways. I remember yeah. that. Um, he had, no. I mean, he just seemed a little snake bit last night. I, he, I know he's not the hottest hand on the team right now. Um, what did you think about them taking out Shesterkirk with like 40 seconds to go? Is it? Did I say that? Shesterkin. Shesterkin. Sorry. Why not Shesterkirk? <laughs> That's the lazy man's way to say it. Sorry. What did you think about them taking him out with like 40 seconds to go in overtime? The concussion spotter pulled him. I don't know. That was definitely weird. Like, like I, at first we were sitting there. I was like, wait, what, what's going on? Like, why is he, like, pissed off? Like, what happened? And then they said that, that he was going down to the, for the uh, concussion protocol. I mean, I don't know. I can't – like, I, I don't know what the guy saw that, like – I don't even remember the play. I was kind of wondering that maybe somebody else did. Well, I, I think it was – I think it was – someone crashed – oh, it was Craig Smith. He crashed the net. And he, you know, and obviously, like, yeah, he just he took out the goaltender with him, and I think Shesterkin's head, like, he, you know, he fell backwards, but I think his head hit the uh, goalpost, and I think that's what they were worried about um, was that he hit his head hard like that. Because um, I, but, I was watching it with the volume down, and I saw I saw him flipping out, leaving the ice. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I turned it up, and I heard Brickley being like, when is that from? He just made a great save on Taylor Hall, I think it was. You know, mm-hmm. he can't be dizzy, you know? So I think was the quote. 
And I was just like, all right, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. So it was, it, so he, like, um, then he later said, like, uh, he must have saw something he didn't like. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was just related to that, but he was back out. Yeah, so. he was back for the shootout, right? Yep, he was back out. Could you imagine how pissed the Rangers would have been had they lost in that last 40 seconds? Oh, I know. Without, and, but quite honestly, the Rangers deserved to win that game like five to nothing. Yeah. So that was, you know, but. remarkable they were even in that spot. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take a quick vote just based on Justin's uh, name tonight. A tank now, please. Uh, Jimmy, Tyler, Justin, I know where you're at. What do you guys think? You think the Bruins tank the rest of the season, get a better draft pick, or you think they play it out? Uh, play it they, out. they 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 won't tank. They should tank, but they won't. The ownership is one of the worst ownership groups in hockey, and all they care about is. Uh, playoff games when it comes to the springtime, they're gonna play it out. And they'll, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they, they, excuse me, I think they're gonna miss it by uh, a couple points, but they're gonna be in the running for it, and that's what they want. Yeah, I, I still say they make the playoffs, but I, I want them to. Uh, I would like a better draft pick, or if you're gonna make a move, make some fucking serious moves at the trade deadline. Uh, I don't know exactly what I would want there, but you definitely need a bigger defenseman and you need some more depth down the middle. Tyler, what are you? What are you? Your thoughts? Yeah, they just gotta get. They gotta just lose it this year. Just get some better players. They need to focus on building the team and just. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do better. This is just disappointing to watch. I can I can't really watch them to be honest. Just play. It's tough to do. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. Sound, take sounds like we're giving the Bruins a eulogy right now. Jeez. <laughs> this show's getting a little depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to watch them because they, they're so bad. Winter is coming. <laughs> um, I was reading an article on The Athletic the other day about the Bruins' top trade prospects um honestly none of them like really jump out i think number yeah it's uh on the athletic fluto shinzawa's article he had the 2023 first round draft pick as their sixth best asset uh to trade so that's that doesn't bode well for everybody else <laughs> number one was mason loray i think i said that right the number 58 pick from 2020 uh, yep. He's been playing pretty decent. That I think they were saying that he might be a one and done, up in college. Am I wrong on that? Is that someone else I read? I don't know. Left shot defenseman. Yeah, he's got 25 assists, four goals in 31 games for Ohio State. Yeah, it was uh, Fluto who said too. could be a one and done in college. He's six four, two hundred pounds. Number two prospect is Lysel, Fabian Lysel, who was doing pretty good in the WHL in Vancouver. Um, you think you think either of those two guys are on the table for the Bruins to trade this upcoming trade season, Jimmy? I hope not. Um, I mean, with this GM, you never know what what's going to happen. <laughs> if, 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 if I mean, if the ownership really wants to compete this year. Yeah, I guess technically they are because every trade is going to start with those guys or with Swayman. I hope not, but I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I don't think anybody technically should be untouchable personally. 
Yeah, I mean, I I say, who's your guy you want to build around? That's the that's you know maybe pick a, an offensive guy, a defensive guy, and a goaltender, and those are the three guys you want to build around. Um, yep, Charlie Coyle, Charlie Coyle, and Brandon Carlo. <laughs> what did you run into Carlo's family too? You yeah, was hanging out uh, with, no. with Coyle's family. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I I like Carlo. I've always liked Carlo. You guys know that. Yeah, I just wish he was grittier. That <laughs> yeah, do, doesn't have to be a goon. Doesn't have to be a thug. Just no, needs to be grittier. Just, like yeah. somebody needs to kick him in the balls before every period and piss him off. You know. Something like you're that. Right, Car- you're right. Carlo's not the guy. Guy. Yeah, I, I mean, McAvoy is obviously their choice to build around. I think I agree with that as far as who they have on their team. Um, I know Marshawn's, what, 33? Yeah, 33, maybe 34 to this year. Right, 33, 34. So you really wouldn't be building around him. Um, Pastanak, I think, would be that obvious choice there. And then, I, yeah. you know, you, you got that shitty goalie contract that you can't trade, so Swayman would, wouldn't be protected in this scenario. But I would protect Swayman. I mean, I think you got to give the kid a, you know, a serious look, not just this half-ass look. The whole plan was to bring back the aging goaltender with a bad hip. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, this this season's kind of sucked. It's like they they have no idea what they wanted to do from day one. No, they knew what they wanted to do. They wanted to bring back the band. They wanted Tuka back. They were probably hoping that David Krejci could get back to the team somehow. Uh, I'm listening on, I don't know, I got halfway into the conversation, but they were talking about ways that David Krejci could get back to the Bruins on 98.5 on Felger and Maz on my way home tonight. He would have to clear waivers, and there's no way a guy of David Krejci's talent is going to clear waivers to drop all the way to Boston. Right, exactly. You know, um, they were talking, you know, say like Vancouver claims him, like, then what? If he says he doesn't want to go, he either doesn't come back or he's got to, somehow get a trade facilitated to get him where he wants to go and he said he's only wants to play in Boston anyway. Well so. you know yeah. and the reality is it's like like you are very you are teetering the line of being Detroit of like the last like fifteen years. Well no not that long but like you know you, you guys get my point. Where like you're just every single year you're just getting veterans, you're cycling veterans oh. in and out, you're cycling yeah. talent in and out. Um, at, actually, you're mostly shipping talent out, but you're cycling in old players, past their primes for cheaper money, and who will make you just good enough to be an okay team, decent season, playoffs maybe, but not make it past the first round. You're teaming on that line, right? And that's what happens when you don't commit to either side. And right now, honestly, unless it's for like a young stud, which – you know, the Bruins don't have the assets to trade for. Um, I don't want them to trade for anything, right? Like, this trade deadline, I want them to do jack diddly, right? You just ride it out. I hope they miss the playoffs because they're going to be one and done anyways in the playoffs, so you might as well miss the playoffs and get a higher draft pick. And draft a damn center instead of a winger or a defenseman because you don't have any sentiment you, because you put yourself in the spot. And now that you actually have valuable prospects with, like, Lysel, who's actually tearing it up in his league, and uh, Mason Lurie, who's also tearing it up in college, 
I don't want you training these guys away, right? I want you to cycle out the the, uh, the old dudes who need to like retire and shit like that. I want the new guys to come in. It's gonna be bumpy. It's you know you're not gonna miss necessarily go anywhere, but you build something. You build towards something. You see a progression instead of now. All we have to look forward to is just you know what old ass mofo are we gonna sign this off season or trade for in you know this trade deadline that we're gonna have to watch get completely outskated and outplayed by the other team. So, I mean, I'm sick of it, personally, as a Bruins fan. It's it's the same thing that's been going on since Sweeney took over. It's always been, and even before, it was talk about uh, secondary scoring and some small defense. So, yeah, something's going to change, and I think it starts with the GM, personally. Um, but again, Can that, we trade him to uh, the hot dog vendor for some hot dogs? Phil you you want to trade? You want to trade Don Sweeney for Phil Kessel? No, his uh, his hot dog cart. Oh, for the yeah, KM yeah, factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you you know in Boston it's not a hot dog cart; it's the KM factory. Ah, <laughs> uh, KM factory. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Sorry, fellow Bostonians. Uh, all right. So the Bruins tomorrow night are gonna face the Islanders in New York. Then they go back up to Ottawa to face the Senators again and then come back home on Monday to probably get the clocks cleaned by Colorado. Um, Definitely. I see a one and two week coming. (laughs) Oh, God. I I know the Islanders are a little bit below you in the standings, but, I mean, they're still a pretty big team. They pounded you last year in the playoffs. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't have much faith in that game, but... When is Marshawn return, Dave? Sorry? Marshawn, I don't think, can come back until the 24th unless he gets his suspension reduced. Okay, so yeah, so all they have to do is just focus on shutting down Taylor Hall and David Pasnock, and there you go. Yeah. That's it. And And they got to hope Charlie Coyle is on a cold streak. Yep, that's all. Which he just scored two goals last night, so he should be pretty cold for another month. Right, Jimmy? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, that's gonna be a drop that's gonna be a drop soon <laughs> oh, and, and DeBrusque yep. scoring the shootout so you, you can't expect him to do anything for another like couple months right and the only thing I disagree with you on uh, Justin on the don't do anything on the trade deadline is these guys who don't want to be here DeBrusque Seneshin Seneshin's still technically he's still in Providence right we haven't yeah, lost no him yet. We haven't lost him for nothing yet, right? Like Carson Kuhlman. Um, if they don't want to be here, get him out of here. Get us something for him. I'm sure it's going to be garbage anyway. But if Don Sweeney needs to make a trade to feel like he needs to make a trade, then then let those guys go. Uh, and it's sad because I used to like DeBrusque. I, I I truly agree with you, Dave. And just a fun little fact around DeBrusque, just sorry guys, just because I just totally looked this up. He has one more point through the same amount of games. That he played last year. I literally looked it up. It, so so it, he's he, hot this year, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well. I mean, so the same span of games. I, I don't know. I guess for the breast, that's uh, it's hot. So he's not. He's not really a hot commodity right now. And Shanishin cleared waivers, so no one wants him. Oh so my I, god. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's cleared waivers multiple times, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah <laughs> or was it just yeah, once? So I mean, no one wants him. So he, they're probably not going to be able to get rid of him. Right. Don Sweeney, Don Sweeney picked him in the draft, and every owner just started laughing. He picked him over Connor, Bozal, and Aho. Everyone, here we go, this again. 
Very you're, good. You're Very welcome, good. Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got to get back to that 2015 draft at least once a show for Justin. It's in his. <laughs> it's in his contract. <laughs> All right. So I was. Gonna say, I was going to say this at the end of the show. Um, but since we're talking about it anyway, Seneca's been playing great in, in Providence. He's been playing great. Has he been? He's been playing phenomenal in, in uh, Providence, actually. Not that I've been to see him in Providence, but he has been playing phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, he... he uh, uh, Jimmy, he's, he's, had uh, his, he's had his moments where he's looked okay. Like in spring in spring training, what the fuck, Dave? Wrong, wrong sport. Uh, in training yeah. camp, uh, but I never really saw much up here. Maybe a couple good assists uh, a couple of years ago, but I don't know. I haven't seen much from him. So it took them seven years to play together in the in the Bruins team. I know that's, that's pretty first funny. Round right? picks. The first time all three of those guys seven years later. <laughs> Great drafting skills, Donnie. <laughs> All right. Um, Jimmy, it's funny you should say you were saving that for the end of the show because I'm out. I don't, what, I got nothing else. Anybody have any closing thoughts? No, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. No no comment. <laughs> those, those brownies are starting to hit Justin a little bit. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Shit, Mel, some of those over here. I heard your mom makes the best pop brownies. Yo, if she Never. did, though, wow. Right? You, <laughs> you got to teach her about it, man. If, if the brownies are good, you're just going to add the, you know? Well, that's the thing. So I'm like, I was, I've honestly considered just like making the butter. You know what I mean? Just being like, hey, mom, do something with this. You know what I mean? Make some magic happen. Just, and just make me some brownies with this, but you and dad should not eat them. <laughs> Unless you're fighting, then you should have a quarter each. <laughs> Otherwise, exclusively for me. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Tyler Scales, Justin Ventola, Jimmy Shade, thank you guys very much for joining me. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next week. Peace. See you, guys. Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Yeah.